Hey Austin, in this episode, we're gonna take a look at the Austin housing market 2020 year in review, as well as take a look at the white hot start we've seen in 2021. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'd love it if you subscribe to the podcast. Hello, uh, trying this Facebook Live on my own, no guests this week at all, but just wanted a chance to talk about the Austin housing market. For those of you who don't know, my name is Troy Schlicker. I'm actually a realtor here in Austin. So even though I'm normally jumping on live, uh, interviewing some local Austin businesses or personalities, which I really enjoy doing, uh, I do spend most of my time in the real estate market. And so wanted to kind of share some of that news because Austin has been a pretty crazy market. Uh, in regards to real estate, all, all of the United States has had a lot of uh, interesting things going on, but especially Austin from that standpoint. So uh, thanks for thanks for joining. Um, one of the big things I wanted to kind of unveil is that I have gotten the uh, my 2020 annual market report completed. Um, this is data based off of, uh, I kind of broke it down into about 30 different 38 different areas, neighborhoods, cities in and around Austin. Uh, it's not the entire MLS or MLS area, MSA area, but it's uh, a vast majority of those areas. And it kind of gives you an idea of uh, what the number of homes sold are for those areas, what your average sales price is, what your median sales price is, and also days on market. And these are kind of important factors. Obviously, if you want, if you own a home, kind of have an idea of what your property value has done over the course of last year. Also, if you're looking to buy a home, kind of what you're looking at in some of those different markets. And obviously, uh, they're big enough areas that there are some variances, right? If you can get homes definitely less expensive and more expensive, probably in all of these different areas, depending on the size, the exact location, um, the specific neighborhood, the age of the home, a lot of those different categories. But it kind of gives us gives us and gives me a good ballpark for um, giving information to clients uh, from that standpoint, and then trying to get more specific based off of individual client needs uh, that they may have. So, got the wonderful picture here with the the city of Austin going on. The kind of the big start here. Get rid of some stuff. So this is just kind of a little breakdown of the different areas that I've categorized. And so you have like downtown, you have Lakeway, you have um, some waterfront on like Travis and like Austin, cause those are always popular yet really expensive areas. Um, your round rocks broken up into kind of east and west based off 35. So it just kind of gives you an idea of what you're looking at. Uh, so hopefully any neighborhood that you're interested in or want information about would be there from that standpoint. If there isn't something that you see, uh, happy to kind of get that information for anyone that would be looking for that. The overall um, area, so for Travis and Williamson County, single family homes and condominiums, we actually saw a 6% increase in total homes sold in 2020, which is uh, really interesting and I shouldn't say surprising, but considering that when the pandemic first started and we had shutdowns, that the market completely stopped or almost completely stopped. And so there was a definitely a couple week to a month lull where home sales were dramatically lower than they generally are for that early time of year. And so the 6% increase in total sales from 
2019 to 2020 really shows the demand that there has been for homes in, in and around Austin. Uh, it's also reflected in both the uh, sales price and the, the average sales price and the median sales price, both of which are around 10%. Um, average sales price is actually a little bit higher, about 11.5%, uh, which isn't that surprising because you know your average is going to generally vary, can vary a little bit more based off of if you have a lot of extremely high uh, priced homes that get sold that kind of push that average up, whereas the median um, tends to be a little more stable in those regards, but still a 10% increase there is significant. Another really important thing to be aware of, and many people, if you've been in the market at all, are aware of, is that the days on market has shrunk, like cut in half uh, from 2019, and has gotten even worse here in 2021. So uh, anyone who is thinking about buying a home or thinking about selling a home that home in most cases is going to go really quick. And so that speed at which homes are selling is due to, again, that demand, which also then equates to the uh, rising home prices that you see from that standpoint. A couple of unique areas that I like to kind of take a look at. Uh, one is downtown. And it's interesting here in the fact that the average sales price actually didn't increase very much at all which makes some sense when you think of the fact that part of the extra demand that's happening in and around Austin is due to a lot of people moving from other parts of the country. And the vast majority of those people are coming from larger major metropolitan areas, New York, LA, San Francisco. Uh, and part of the reason they're moving away from those areas is that they're wanting more space to live because they now are working from home. They, you know, for a while, it, we were, everyone was kind of quarantined at home. And so they're wanting more space to work from, to live in, and those kind of things. And so downtown Austin, while definitely not as compact as, you know, San Francisco, as New York, still is, offers less square footage on most properties than if you lived a little bit further from downtown and could get more square footage, have an extra bedroom for to use as an office. And so the fact that the average sales price there really didn't increase a whole lot isn't, isn't that surprising. But you will see that the median sales price still has increased. And that's because there were still and are still developments that um, have been going on, new condominiums happening on Rainy Street, happening um, in West downtown. And so those properties being brand new, having the extra amenities are having a much higher um, median sales price than older units. And so, you know, people that are moving down there, if they do move down there, are wanting still nice quality amenities, those kind of things. Again, especially if you're going to be spending most of your time at home these days. And so it's kind of an interesting little breakdown there. And it's, they say, one of the few areas in the Austin metro area that actually didn't see significant increases in the average sales price. Um, as we return more back to normal, as um, you know, people are maybe not gonna be working as much from home and stuff, I would expect to see downtown uh, sales continue to increase in the average sales price just because of the convenience. You know, If we, at some point in time, really return to complete normalcy, um, downtown, I think, will really rise again because, unfortunately, Austin has had um, has had traffic problems for a while now. And again, we don't necessarily have the infrastructure. Haven't had the infrastructure in the past. Definitely don't have it 
built out for all the additional people that are coming to town. So having that being centrally located so that way you can easily get to wherever you need to, whether that be work, whether that be activities, um, is definitely uh, a big factor for a lot of people. So I wouldn't be surprised if that average sales price starts to creep up in the next couple of um, years for sure. Other popular areas that just want to kind of quickly take a look at. So like you got, um, you know, Georgetown again, because people can um, live or live and work from home and do, you know, all that space you're seeing definitely increases in areas as far out as Georgetown. Um, and a lot of that's because even closer in areas, which Round Rock and Cedar Park, while closer in aren't necessarily really the hub of Austin, but those markets have just exploded so much that it's forced people to kind of move into areas a little bit further out. So Georgetown's seen a lot of growth as well. Again, most of these areas are seeing, you know, double digit growth, 10%, 8% at least. And then there's certain areas where you're seeing um, even more so than that, 16%, um, 20%. On a few of the areas, it's a li little bit misleading. So like Lake Austin properties, right? We're seeing a 37% increase year over year. That's a little misleading because the number of sales is very low. So there's it can very easily have a couple of outsized sales impact that average. But also um, individuals that can afford a three, four or higher million dollar home have generally have the disposable income where price isn't quite as significant to them, where the person who's buying a $400,000, $500,000 home generally has a more strict budget that they're staying in. And so um, really Lake Austin, Lake Travis properties tend to be more, this is something that I really want because of the lifestyle, because of the retreat, because of whatever. And so those will see um, kind of higher than average increases in those average sales prices that way. So that kind of gives us a little bit of an idea of 2020. I will put a link into my marketing report here if you want to check out the whole thing um, to see your neighborhood. If you have questions about any specific neighborhood, always reach out. Again, this is what I'm doing most of the time with my day. And so happy to kind of share any information and, and or go find some of the information for you from that standpoint. And while 2020 was a really solid year, uh, people are going to be wondering, well, great, we're already now into March of 2021. So what's happening? Uh, what's happening now here in Austin? Well, things have gotten even more white hot in the Austin area. So the only stats that we have out officially are January stats. Usually it's the middle of the month when we get um, stats for the previous month. There's always a little bit of a lag, but we're seeing year over year, this is now a little bit larger area than I have done my market uh, report for, but we're seeing a 19% increase in year over year sales, um, median sales price um, for homes, which is about a 10% increase in just the month of uh, January at that point. And that really is actually reflective of how the market is in, in helping buyers and sellers with their properties. We're seeing that in general, most listings are going anywhere from 10 to 20% over list price because of that pent up demand. And one of the main reasons for that extra demand is the fact that there are, again, a lot of new people that were able to relocate to Austin um, because they were able to work from home. They're now able to work remotely. 
And a lot of their those major employers that they work for, Apple, Google, um, Dell, even here locally, a lot of them have said that they can work remotely for the foreseeable future. And so that's allowed people who maybe would have started to relocate to Austin three, four, five years down the road when they were making plans and, and what they wanted to do to make those moves today, yesterday, last last week, last month. And so that's created a, a lot of, of extra demand that way. Low interest rates are also a huge factor from that standpoint. So uh, interest rates have been historically low. We've had clients that have gotten definitely under 3%, some around right around 2% interest rates. And so that low interest rates are giving clients more buying power, which means they can afford more house or bid more on a house that that they're looking at. Uh, it also, for some clients, they know that these, these historically low interest rates aren't going to stay around forever. And so I've had clients that have decided that we want to maybe stretch our budget a little bit more and kind of buy that dream house at these super low interest rates because we know it's eventually what we want to do. Why not do it while locking in these historically low interest rates? And so we're seeing a lot of, with all of these different factors, it is continuing to drive prices up, uh, continuing to make the market move super quickly. Properties just do not stay in the market very long at all. And so it's kind of having the, what's, what's having the major impact on, on the market. Uh, another question we get asked from that standpoint is, does that mean we're in the midst of a bubble? Does that mean the real estate market's going to crash? Uh, I'm working on some uh, blog posts and videos to kind of go into more detail and more specifics on that. But the short answer is that it's not likely. Really, we're not in a bubble where the market is not likely to crash. Uh, the main reason for that is that the simple supply and demand is there for these homes, for these prices. And so we're not seeing a ton of investors that are jumping into the market. It's, you know, we definitely have investors, but in a lot of cases, it's people's primary home, maybe a second home kind of situation. And so that along with a number of other factors is really indicative of the fact that the market is, while very feverish, isn't in a bubble state or isn't in a state that's likely to see a crash uh, anytime soon from that standpoint. Happy to, to talk to anyone about that more if they have questions or they're you know concerned about certain things from that standpoint. Again, I'm working on putting out some more information about that question specifically because it is a question that a lot of people have these days. And so want to make sure we can address that to give everyone peace of mind. But anyway, just glad, uh, glad I got the chance to jump on and share some of that information. Again, if you have questions on anything, please reach out, let me know. Happy to answer questions for you. Uh, also, I'll make sure and put a link to the market report so you can check that out for yourself and see what things are doing like in areas that are important to you. Hope you guys have a great day.